good. So good. Like dude. soup for the podcast. Like, like what? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. We're back. Whoa. We're fucking back. Crowd's happy we're to be back. We're happy to be back. So, so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. episode yes yes uh the mary episode a, a long time coming to be certain uh we're very happy to have you here mary hep um on the show mary one commonly known to by uh friends i almost said friends and family but i imagine your family probably they're just calls unaware you. Of that <laughs> they're unaware of the numbering yeah. it is a, yeah we uh just you know in, in context of the show, we won't get into all of it, but in context of the show, you are the most important Mary. You are Mary Whoa. 1. You are Mary Prime. Prime. And, uh, huge. and we're glad to have you here, dude. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. Yeah? It's a Feeling good well? Good week. Good Feeling week? Alive. You've been busy? Yes, busy in a good way. Busy in a good way. You're, you're getting on set. I am. I'm trying. Yes. Damn. All right. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, my mind's a bit scatterbrained. Same. This is... Oh, yes, dude. Um, first pod recording post reconstruction of the knee. Um, man, what is there to say about it? You know, it's just, uh, it's good to start the process for sure. Obviously for so long, it was just like an annoyance that was on my mind. Now we've started it. Progress. (laughs) I'll lay off the, uh, the applause track for a little bit. Um, but it has been, you know, I've been laid up a lot. I've been thinking about the pod a lot. Been thinking about, you know, what we're gonna do with it in this new it's twenty twenty four now. This is I guess we did record so the last time we recorded was m- minutes before the NFC championship game. Uh me and Lance were very excited to watch our Lions, who in just what I can only describe as classic Lions fashion. Classic. <laughs> built up a huge halftime lead, squandered it, blew it all away. And, uh, you know, so that was, but I, I'm saying this just to have a quick, um, just really quick Super Bowl talk. Did you enjoy the Super Bowl? I, I didn't watch you it. You didn't watch it. Were you, oh, you were working. I, I was on set. You were on set. <laughs> There's no Super Bowl. <laughs> no Screens Super Bowl for Mary. Yeah. Nobody had it up on a on a phone or this a laptop or anything. No, no service, service out there. <laughs> In what debt? Like the uh It was right by the Coyote Dry Lake. I do not know oh. what desert resides there. <laughs> it's like three hours. Mm, are you allowed to talk about like what it what yeah, it was? It was just you were a doing? fun little short film, a very like low budget thing. Most of us weren't paid, which is fine because it was a fun project. It was like a sci fi alternate history in which like Damn. nuclear war happened in the fifties. Okay. So civilization was trying to rebuild in the sixties yeah. and we found this sky. Radiation exactly fucked so up landscape yeah, very fucked up landscape for sure. <laughs> lots of radiation and you were on a camera team yes for, for stacing so i was able to pull focus it was pretty oh. cool we were on the using lenses for, that were used on the creator that were like the creator which is that one movie that the came one. Out last year yes. yeah did you see it uh, i did yeah and i didn't like it yeah. visually it was awesome but i didn't like the writing at all was it Maybe about ai yeah ai are you scared of ai not really i mean it could be scary could be scary i saw a yeah, you're not, but you're you're not worried about it, like putting you out of a job or anything. You not still, yet. Are, yeah. I feel like the next generation might be worried about that. But <sighs> I saw. Uh, did you see the video of the dogs in the snow? 
There's dogs <laughs> in the snow. What? Dogs are not, in the snow. Probably not the what? best way to bring that one up. I saw this morning somebody, uh, the text-to-video AI, did like golden retriever puppies playing in the snow. And it, lo- and it was kind of going semi-viral because people were like, this looks like real dogs. Real dogs and real snow. And it did look kind of like real dogs, oh. which, you know, oh. scary. But I guess, like, I'm still not, I don't know. It is freaky. I feel like it is, like, rapidly increasing at a rate that's mildly concerning. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't too concerned about it, but like right. we've made such advan- advancements in the past like couple of years, I didn't think we would be reaching. Yeah, like, like it's going fast. Like it's so going fast. fucking fast. It's just slow down. So you didn't. So you didn't. And you're not a huge football fan, American I mean, football. Not really. Like I love the Wolverines. Of yes, course, of course. That's like the of only course. football. I'll Fair, watch and that's fine. Did you uh, commercials? Did the Super Bowl commercials move the needle for you at all? I haven't really watched. I haven't caught up. You didn't catch up on the comms. No, I didn't. It's on the to-do list. That's fine. I mean, so again, back to like, it does feel like, I don't know, maybe it's uh, like when you're a kid, it's just like such a big deal to see all the commercials. You want to see them so bad. Yeah. And now it feels like that magic's not there anymore at all. And it's also like, I just hate being advertised too. It's like, how dare they give me images? Ah, Just makes me so mad. You don't fucking know me. I don't want to buy your product. Uh, which, you know, it was an interesting thing to say. Again, we got a lot planned this show. So yes, forgive me if, I, if I'm if i a little all over the place, That's good. <laughs> which I've begun That's saying every episode. Organization is not good Fuck it. for podcasts. We don't need it. Structure, bad. Um, so, mo- yeah, mo- <laughs> yeah, I agree. Most of the commercials not don't care. Trailers? Yes, I do care about the trailers. Trailers, yes. yes. So... Uh, I guess the big one. So Deadpool, Wolverine, does that? Oh, I've not seen doesn't, that one yet. And I'm that does, you don't really care about that. that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds? I mean, good for him. He seems like a funny, silly guy. Yeah. Making his money. Do you doing like? His yeah. Thing. You're not. You're not one. Of, you don't like. Because I felt like there was a. I felt like it was probably like a year or two ago now where like Ryan Reynolds was in everything and it's and like it seemed like online everyone was like fucking get this guy out of my face, which I've never felt that way about Reynolds. Oh, he's just that's what he does. Like, yeah. That's his role in life. I feel yeah. it's just to be that guy that's right. in all of the movies that you have to look at and yeah. listen to. Kind of like, cool. Yeah, good for him. Um, Planet of the Apes. Wait, there's a new trailer. There's a new ki- I think it's I do Kingdom like it. of the Planet like, of the it's Apes. Fun. Have you seen so so we're gonna we're trying to coordinate when we're gonna watch. Yeah. I have not seen any of them. Okay. Have you have you I seen think I saw the first the f- two. with Franco? Oh, you saw the first two. Wait, are these the old ones or the new ones? So the new ones. Yes, I've seen the first two yeah. Like, prequels. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I like them. They're a good, funny. They kind of seem time. cool. Like, yeah. I hear they're like good. They're enjoyable. I'm gonna check like them out. Monkeys. Yeah. It's Andy Circus being a monkey. Oh, okay. Like it is circus up in there. As Caesar. My dad loves the original. He original. was like, I've, <laughs> I've never seen a plot twist like that in my life. I was like, hell no. yeah, dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Godzilla versus Kong or Godzilla and Kong. I think there's another one of those. Yeah. Are so. They friends yet? The pitch for this one is that Godzilla and Kong have sort of a buddy cop style Whoa. relationship. Whoa, never saw that. <laughs> buddy cop, but monster. But big monkey, big lit dino. Okay. That's kind mm-hmm. of. Okay. Did you see Godzilla minus one? I did. And? I mean, I liked it for what it was. It wasn't, did blow me away. Nothing like, crazy. I like the creature design yeah. and the dramatics of it all. Yeah. I, you know, because, because. Godzilla versus Kong, right? They fight, right? What a concept. Yeah, they fight? <laughs> what, what? what a they magnificent concept. And I think, I, I, I want to say I was probably on Psychedelics when I watched that movie oh, the yeah. first time. And got a blast, like had a blast watching it. Now, Godzilla minus one, what they did so well, I thought, was like, you cared about the people as much as you care mm-hmm. about Godzilla, probably more. Which in every other modern Godzilla movie I've seen, and the old ones, not the case at all. No, like, give me the let, fucking let die. <laughs> the fucking the lizard. Yeah, exactly. Blow everything yeah. up. And so I felt like Godzilla versus Kong. I felt the same way, despite loving the cast. Like Brian Tyree Henry, like I loved Atlanta. I was so excited to see him start getting cast and more stuff. Oh yeah. Millie Bobby Brown, <laughs> you know, she's good. She's doing her thing. And didn't really, it didn't move the needle for me too much. Besides seeing them, fucking. They so do fight. I've never actually seen it. So they do fight. They do okay, fucking have good. a at the last happy. the end the climax is not nice. It's a an, and 
no, I don't want to spoil it, but Mecha Godzilla does show up. Whoa! Which, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> pretty cool, dude. That's pretty so cool. Wild. And so it does. The trailer seemed to for Godzilla. I want to say it's Godzilla X Kong. Not X-Kong? sure. Like like <gasps> X. Broke up. <laughs> X Kong. <laughs> Sorry, my X Kong's calling me one sec. <laughs> um, I want to say it's no. It's like collab, like Godzilla. Oh, Calm. yeah. It's like they're cheating on each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I want to say that the trailer seemed to sort of key in a bit on what people wanted. So it, it did feel like there was a lot of like new, uh, new ways to beat each other up. Yeah. Okay, that's, well, that's what the people want. Exactly. New fights. Um, yeah, man. I'm try- trying to think. I think those are the big. I mean, there's that Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Affleck and uh, Matt Damon. And, and what? Yeah. That happened? And uh, I think it's it starts as, like, Ben being a little miffed by J-Lo. Whoa. What are your thoughts? Have you seen this new J-Lo trailer? Sorry, to, we're just spending the top of the show talking about I'm trailers. I'm so out of touch with media. Because <laughs> you're weeks. working so much. Yes, yes. So there's J-Lo. J- <laughs> J-Lo. Content for? She's making a... It's not a... It's it's hard to really kind of she's you know certainly blurring the lines between genres because it's not a biopic and I it seems like a musical but it's not really like it doesn't really seem to follow based on the trailer the conventions of a classic musical and so according to what I gathered from the trailer and promotional materials it's it's J Lo's <laughs> expression like artistic expression and interpretation of her sort of love affair with Ben Affleck. <laughs> I know this is happening. Uh, Breaking the genres. Wow. Yeah, it seems crazy. But then uh, there was something came out where Ben Affleck's kind of, he's kind of a little sad boy about it. Oh, he's kind like, of like, why do you do this? <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like, that was our thing. It was kind oh. of made so special by how much only we knew about it, despite how famous we were. Mm-hmm. So he was, I think, a little, yeah. <laughs> no baby, sad boy, baby. Sad day to be Benjamin. And, uh, but really not, right? Yep. It's kind of hard to feel bad for Ben Affleck. It's Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's for Ben Affleck. Um, so then he did a commercial where for Dunkin' Donuts. I hope I'm not butchering this at all. Where him and Matt Damon and then Tom Brady come out and they're all sort of wearing track suits and... Um, Adidas tracksuits. Yeah. Nike, Duncan. I don't know. Yeah, they're Duncan. They're Duncan stylized. They're Duncan colors. That's fine. Uh, new Duncan opening up in Ann Arbor. How do you feel about that? Love that for them. Yeah. For the people. Are you a coffee home. drinker? Yeah. Not like huge on coffee, but I enjoy, do enjoy a good latte once in a while. Sure. You like it made faint. Like you're not... You know, like you're not a Keurig person every morning and you're... Not every morning. Like once a week maybe. But you're waking up early now. I know, but that's why I want to stay away from it. Okay, because like it'll hook you. Exactly. So I'm trying to like grave it and just like drink tea and pretend okay. that the tea is a lot of caffeine. And All right. So how, yeah, Mary Hub, how do you get out of bed? You love what you're doing, obviously. That's a big thing. Good, yeah. But God, it's so it. early. Yeah, it's not every day, I guess. But most days, yeah, it's like, ugh, oh, it's 5.30. Oh, Nobody else is awake. There's no sun. But the traffic does not exist yeah you just drive your you destination fly through LA. that's so pretty cool fun. that's pretty cool yeah. so i look forward to that i guess driving from the traffic oh, that is actually that. that's a that's might be reason enough to get especially in this city, <laughs> in this city. city. Yeah. um wow well i guess uh you know that's that's you know we waxed 15 minutes um waxed. should we do okay so Here's why this episode's special. Whoa. For this is episode 26 of the show. The first 25 episodes, as much as I love them, as fun as they were, they didn't make any money. <laughs> that's why, that's why any of us get into this business, exactly. right? To make fucking exactly. cash. That's the number one reason. Yes. And, uh, you know, we can't, um, you know, the show's numbers, not great. We're not making any monetization off of YouTube. I will say we do have about as competitive an audience as the CEO of Ford Motor Company. Did you did you see this? I did the not CEO see this. of Ford Motors has a podcast, and it's also uh, you know um, Chris Farley, Whom? the guy from uh, SNL down by the van down by the river guy. 
He died tragically of like a drug overdose. I unfortunately didn't. He was like a uh, Tommy boy, uh, black sheep. Made a lot of movies with David Spade. Anyways, uh, he uh, (laughs) he was a very famous comedian in the '90s, and he died Mm -hmm. tragically. And his cousin is the CEO of Ford. Whoa! Very nice job, right? Yeah, you think. And uh, it seems like a job. CEO of Ford. I mean, we were talking about succession a little bit before the show. CEO of like such a big company like that, you would think. Not enough time in the day to podcast, right? No, you would think that. Right? Like Logan Roy couldn't pod. He would not. Kendall probably could. Kendall would would start a pod, dude. Kendall would pod. (laughs) Um. Anyways, all that to say, this episode, the Mary episode, episode twenty six, is the first. Sponsored episode. Let's go. Uh, of the Hunter Davidson Radio Hour. Um, so now we're at a bit of a crossroads. We can either read the ad first or we can play the game first. I'm kind of really excited to like see the ad. Okay, so let's read the ad first. Uh, all right, guys. Hey, listeners of the Hunter Davidson Radio Hour. Are you a small business owner or perhaps an overachieving employee at a larger corporation who's fed up with your current payroll software and tax services and you're looking to stand out from the crowd? ADP All-in-One Payroll Services is the number one fast, easy, and affordable payroll system on the market. Gone are the days of confusing, glitchy payroll software. You worked hard for your money, and ADP is the best, most worry-free way to assure that you're properly compensated for all of your hard work. You and all of your employees. Exactly. Like we said, this is all about money. Money. Yes, guys. It's also tax season, folks. Taxes are confusing. I know I personally have accidentally committed tax fraud myself. Is that ever something? (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's tough. It's confusing, and I don't want any of my listeners to go through that. So in addition to payroll, ADP also offers top-of-the-line tax services to make sure your books balance out when the IRS comes a-knocking. They also offer HR and benefit services essential for any growing business. Guys. If you sign up for ADP before February 22nd, which I believe will be the week that this episode comes out. It'll be the Thursday of the week that this episode comes out. So you got to have to act fast if you're listening to this, uh, because if you sign up for ADP before February 22nd, uh, you will get six months of free payroll services, guys. That's six months of free payroll if you sign up before February 22nd. But listen, a lot of people, they don't they aren't able to listen to the show exactly when it comes out, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, the show explodes in popularity down the line, uh months down the line and a small business owner hears it then and he's looking to get ADP to help him out with business solutions, guys. Do not worry because if you miss that deadline, okay? ADP Listen to this. You're not going to fucking believe this. Very happy. So excited. ADP has given us our official ambassador, okay? Mitchell Ross. <laughs> Mitchell Ross uh, is here specifically to help listeners of the Hunter Davidson Radio Hour find the best solutions tailored to their business. So if you miss that uh, February 22nd deadline, or if you just want to deal with someone that knows the show that you can instantly have a connection with because of this beautiful show, email mitch.ross at adp.com. That's mitch.ross at adp.com for all of your payroll, HR benefits, and tax services needs, guys. That's mitch.ross at adp.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to ADP for finally, for who knows how long, but at least for this beautiful moment in time, making this episode of this show profitable. Woo! Thanks, ADP. Wow. 
Welcome back. So exciting. I love that. Wasn't that nice? That was like a. It was a. It was a moment in history. Um, do you see a little silver remote? Maybe over there. Maybe. Silver remote. I want to say it was on that. I want to say it was on that blue blanket over there. Yeah, yeah. You see it? Wow. Wow. Silver remotes specifically. So. Um. I'm excited. I don't know. I think you're going to love this game. I think I will. I love games. I love fun. I love games, too. <laughs> I love games. And, we, and we've and we never really played a game on the show before. Whoa. So exciting. Yeah, right? I, uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I want to, it's 2024. It's 2024. And I keep, and I, and I just keep messing up. You know, that's okay. I can't stay out of my own way. And it is OK because we're young and we're learning. But I'm just like, how do I fucking how do we just smash through the wall? Smash. How do you smash through walls? And how do you smash through walls? New Fantastic Forecast announced. Does that move the needle for that. you at all? You're a Pedro fan, right? I love Pedro. And you love Cousin. I love Cousin. 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 That's nice, right? He's the rock guy. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah he's the so thing. Awesome. That's pretty cool. I've never heard of Jonathan Quinn. Do you know who that is? Jonathan John, John O'Quinn. John Quinn. John Quinn. Oh! Fuck. I spoiled the game before announcing oh. it. Um, okay. All right, fine. We'll move on to the game. Anticipation. So, right. <sighs> you're a big... I, I play in this game because you're a big Sigourney Weaver fan. I love Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver is... <laughs> I know I said I was going to lay off the applause, but how can you not <laughs> clap Sigourney for Weaver, Sigourney? Right? Um, and I, I realized, I think, so you and, uh, you live with Ariel. I do, Ariel Berman. Who, probably a long time, you know, friend of the show. And you guys very, uh, I've talked about this before, when I was, like, figuring out what LA was, you guys very mm-hmm. graciously let me sleep on your couch, which I will be forever Anytime. thankful for. And I think at some point, uh, during the, one of those trips where I was sleeping on your couch, uh, we got into like a long discussion about Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver roles. Roles. And so I was so yeah. at first I was like, well, maybe we talk favorite Sigourney roles. Whoa. But for me, that's a pretty quick conversation. Like I've seen her in four movies, three of which are the same franchise. Yeah. And that would be the cho- that's like the best one. Yeah, exactly. Right? Come on. Yeah. Um <laughs> Okay, so neither of us are actually huge Sigourney Ooh. fans, but we do like her. Yeah, she's and she is, cool. and and what I so in Avatar. Oh, I forgot about Avatar. Avatar. Avatar, which is probably those are probably what I when I think Sigourney, I probably think that in Avatar, and mm-hmm. she has this sort of matronly vibe in Avatar that's very like wow, that makes me feel warm and nice. Mm-hmm. Very well said. But anyways, it wouldn't be too exciting if we just. We, if we could, if we just had the Sigourney minute or whatever, you know, mm. who cares about that? Right. What I was also doing was watching some old YouTube va- basketball videos, <laughs> some old YouTube Monster basketball Hunter. highlights. Epic. And uh, well, I guess without further ado, uh, the first game in Hunter Davidson Radio Hour history Ooh. is Sagana versus Sigourney. Yeah! Sagana versus Sigourney. You heard that correctly, folks. Uh, Sagana versus Sigourney. So everyone knows and loves Sigourney Weaver, right? Mm -hmm. Fewer people know Sagana Jop. I'm unfamiliar. Sagana Jop uh, is a... He's from Senegal. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was born and raised in Senegal and uh played soccer for most of his life until he was 15 and he shot up to like 610 and they put a basketball in his hands and he was so good they sent him to uh a prep academy in virginia called oak hill and he he led the team to 33 and 0 that's like a big win hit seven feet tall and was so good that was he was drafted to the nba straight out of high school Whoa. Which uh, is pretty rare. Yeah. And you have to be a pretty, uh, you know, you have to, somebody has to see. Unfortunately, after that, he had a pretty, um, he didn't really, he, he played in the NBA for 12 years, which is mm-hmm. an incredible achievement. 
but never really saw a lot of success on the floor. Um, you know, never really won anything meaningful. Certainly never made like an all-star game or anything. But, you know, we don't want to knock Sagana drop because Sagana uh, is like a very interesting person. You know, he's traveled all over the world. He speaks five different languages. Um, he's a very... Uh, anyways, I thought instead of just talking Sigourney Weaver or instead of just dumping this Sagana Jop knowledge on you as as I'm sure grateful for it as you I are. I love learning new things. Yeah. I figured we could play a game. So I thought of this game. I've seen sort of, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and there's a couple podcasts that have played games sort of similar to this. And I thought like, we could kind of put uh, the Hunter Davidson Radio Hour's own sort of twist on it. So how the game works is I've uh, come up with five scenarios. <laughs> Five hypothetical scenarios Whoa. where you're going to put uh, yourself in the shoe. It, it, it's you're living in this hypothetical scenario, and you're gonna have to tell me if you think Sagana Jop or Sigourney Weaver would be a better person to sort of assist you in this scenario to get the out to get the best outcome. Does that make sense? Yes, I see. I see. This so is intriguing. I know it's a little so I, I the first two scenarios are sort of meant to be softball so you can sort of get the hang of the game and then we'll have three scenarios. So the idea is uh you know, I read the scenario, we think about it for a little bit and then and then once we pick who we think, we sort of go back and forth talking about why. And I love this. maybe we'll have a fun disconnect, maybe we'll agree. So Sagana Versus Sigourney, we'll move to uh, scenario one. <clears throat> Whoa. Scenario one, there's 2.7 seconds left in game four of the Western Conference semifinals. We're up two points in the game and three games to zero in the series. It's a best of seven series. The other team has just attempted a game-winning three-pointer that's bounced off the rim. Securing a defensive rebound here clinches the game and the series and gives your team much-needed rest heading into the conference finals. Who do you want fighting for a board to prevent a tip-in as time expires, Sagana or Sigourney? Using one brain cell, <laughs> I would say Sagana. Because, yes. get this, he plays basketball. Yes. Sigourney, as far as I know, does not does play not. basketball, although she did throw mean hoop in Alien Resurrection. She throws a... She, she makes a basket in Alien Resurrection? Holy like shit. Walking away I gotta like watch Alien Resurrection. 50 feet away. And just Whoa. Okay. Well, I did not know that because that... Well, go finish your Something thought. Something tells me that wasn't real, though. And that was, that was CGI. Like movie magic. <laughs> okay. So I have to go with Sagana. I like, I like that thought. And that, that tip that you just said is interesting, which would have changed this for me. So I agree with you. Sagana... Uh, well, what I learned when researching for this segment is Sigourney is six feet tall. That's pretty tall. That's pretty tall. However, Sagana Job is seven feet tall. Foot. And while while Sagana, you know, wasn't necessarily a prolific all. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm trying to not burp into the mic anymore. You're so brave. <laughs> while, <laughs> while Sagana was not. Um, a great all-around basketball player. He did excel in in rebounding, and uh, he did at one point. Uh, he he does have a game-winning tip in, but we just needed to secure the rebound. So I agree with you. I do think in this scenario, you need one rebound to win the game and the series. I do think Sagana Job would be the correct answer. <laughs> scenario one. So that was that, but that was sort of cupcake number one. Yeah. So now scenario two. Once we get this, we can sort of really get off and rolling. Let's go. Scenario two, Whoa. you are legendary Hollywood producer David Geiler, sitting down with 20th Century Fox executives as well as Ridley Scott and Dan O'Bannon trying to package your groundbreaking science fiction horror flick. And you're trying to attach the perfect actor to play the subversive and iconic protagonist that will no doubt inspire litanies of clones and homages for decades to come. Who do you cast in the part, Sagana or Sigourney? Mm. This is so hard. I don't know if we can figure it out. I had to randomly guess. Yeah. I would say Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you know, th again, I agree. Sagana, as worldly as he is, and he is, he is currently uh, the head coach of the Westchester Knicks, so he Whoa. does have a charisma about him. Mm -hmm. He is sort of able to, and I'm, I think this would probably, you know, translate better to a director than an actor, but he can, he, he's a leader of men. 
Which, but I think you're, I think you're lead actor. You would want, you know, sort of that charisma. Yeah, but yeah. still, that all pales in comparison to sort of the grace and presence that Sigourney Weaver brings to set, and of course to the character Ellen Ripley. Indeed, there's no doubt. And I actually was reading that it was a late minute casting switch for Sigourney to to play Ellen Ripley. Have you heard that? Yeah, I read that. Like the script, it was like a gender neutral protagonist, or yeah. it could be like whatever. Yeah, and it was like a last second switcheroo. Yeah, which is cool. So that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> so that's scenario. So now we got. So now we understand how the game works. Scenario one, scenario. So now we'll get into sort of the real nitty gritty of the Whoa. games. Nit grit. Scenario three. <laughs> Whoa. You just told the love of your life that you're an amazing chef to try and impress them, but. They've called your bluff and asked you to cook them dinner as your impromptu first date. At first, you contemplate the old fast food burgers out of the oven trick before remembering that your next door neighbor has offered to cook you one meal whenever you desire as repayment for adopting their sick cat they had become too busy to care for. Now, in this scenario, you can have either Sigourney or Sagana as that next door neighbor slash chef, who would you want preparing that perfect meal uh, to sort of <laughs> win over the love of your life? Sagana or Sigourney? Whoa. I'll have to go with Sagana based yeah. on previous context that you provided that mm-hmm. he's well traveled in those five languages. Mm. And that implies that you value like different yes. cultures. And food yes. And you value being able to like prepare food. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yes. I tipped my hand a little too much with that. It's getting us there. But yes, uh, Sagana, not only is he from Senegal, where you might get that sort of inspiration and whatever he might cook, he he lived in Dallas. He lived in Charlotte. He's lived in very sort of food-rich, I want to say, cultures in in America. And I just think in my heart of heart, I, I think that would just make him a very good chef. Yeah. Man could cook. Like, could you imagine it's like some sort of fusion Senegalese, Ooh. you know, Texas barbecue dish? Whoa. Yes. God, that would be amazing. And Sigourney, you know, mm. as matronly as she feels, you know, she's been, you know, she grew up in the industry, first of all. Her father was, uh, you know, and she's been, you know, more or less an actor her entire life. I'm just not sure if she has... The sauce, literally and figuratively. She cooks on the screen. Not she does cook. Like, she cooks. But can she cook? She can't cook. <laughs> and we're talking about winning over the love of your life here. It's high stakes. We got to go Sagana. Sagana, for sure. Scenario three, Sagana. All right. So that is, so for keeping track, it's two to one right now, Sagana to Sigourney. Indeed. Scenario four, rejection. Oof. Yes. <laughs> You've just received word from your local theater company that they're going in another direction for the role of Aaron Burr in Fort Wayne's family theater production of Hamilton. On top of that, the captain of your rec league basketball team notifies you that you've been released from the roster for the rest of the season and replaced by a high schooler that was academically ineligible to play for their varsity team. It's the lowest of lows. You decide to turn to the bottle. You head to the grimiest dive bar in town and sidle up to the sticky oaken bar. One whiskey, neat, you manage to say to the bartender before your voice cracks, betraying the weakness you feel in the depth of your soul. Whoa, this is like, <laughs> so good. like I'm there. I'm this. Tough day, a stranger asks. They place a hand on your shoulder. The simple act of kindness and humanity is enough to make you melt in your bar stool, but you muster up enough steel to turn and see the exact perfect person to give you much needed advice in this situation is it sagana or sigourney whoa <laughs> who's gonna, to process who's gonna dig you out of this whoa. sort of emotional hole that you're in hmm. i feel like i am an unfair person to give judgment on this um, why is that because i have not seen Right. Well, so okay. So while you think, I'll I'll give you sort of my reasoning when I'm okay, so so obviously this is a two pronged, really three pronged question. <laughs> now, Sigourney Weaver talked a lot about. Um, she went to Yale Theater School mm. and dealt with a lot of rejection um, in theater, and she actually said that she dealt she she missed out on a lot of parts in her early acting career simply based on her height alone. Too tall. 
too tall to play this part, which, you know, obviously incredibly fucked up. And I thought that was actually an interesting juxtaposition with Sagana Jop, who really only only got so many of his opportunities because he reached such a, you know, outlier physical height. I thought that was interesting. So we have that. And then we also have, you know, Sagana, who really overachieved his entire life until, you know, sort of falling out of the league. He didn't. He didn't have to face rejection. Like he certainly faced hardships and adversity, and had to fight and claw just to stay in the league. But fought rejection, I think, probably uh, less than Sigourney did. But I don't know, really. That's just sort of my what I've sort of projected onto the heroes of this game, really. Yes, yes. And finally, in this bar, I, I do think Sagana Jop would be comforting. He'd be that guy. He'd be like, hey, hey, man, come on. Don't be down on yourself. There, there'll be an, You just got to put the work in. There'll be another team. There'll be another play. But in this moment for me specifically, I think, and maybe I'm just reading too much into the characters she plays on screen, but I think Sigourney has sort of like the, the warmth and the tenderness that would really like kind of penetrate sort of that facade in that point. So... <laughs> Scenario four, I'd probably, I'd probably go Sigourney. That makes sense. I'm inclined to agree. She has that maternal warmth. Damn. And the specific experience yeah. that I, in this situation, can relate to. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe I got kicked off my basketball team. Damn. So sad. <clears throat> Only Sigourney could comfort me. Yeah, I, and I do think, you know, she would definitely obviously have good advice for the play stuff, the Hamilton Mm-hmm. The Hamilton, the industry and you work so hard on your rapping to get into Hamilton. So hard on <laughs> you work so hard on your flow and your bars, and Sigourney would be there to be like, "Your flow is tight, your bars were sick, but like sick. they just Sigourney don't get it." Say <laughs> yeah. that your bars are sick, and um, I forgot where I was going with that, but I think we're probably like S- Sagana would be like, "Come on, dude! Like, what are you gonna be sad for yourself? Like, this is a head coach." He's yeah, like, he's himself. like a, I, I, I see him as almost sort of like a tough love, like pull yourself up by your bootstraps guy, mm-hmm. which in this moment, I don't think I would respond to as well as sort of just the, yeah, <laughs> that's true. The, Sigourney Sigourney, touch. the Sigourney touch. Wow. So we're at two, two now. It is. Well, this is the tiebreaker. <laughs> and unfortunately, I wish I had sort of as, as much of a scenario fives. Just, I felt like this was building up to really, a a. uh, grand finale firework finish yeah it's gonna be a little underwhelming i think Mm, scenario five simple (laughs) who would be a better guest on the hunter davidson radio hour sagana or sigourney whoa well this is so hard because you're comparing like both of their lives and both of like their industries and i feel like it's hard to like compare those two Uh, (laughs) it is tough and on the one hand more obviously more people would know Sigourney yes but that also some that doesn't always make for a better interview you know like I'm kind of biased like I would rather see Sigourney right on the show because Sigourney on the Hunter Davidson radio hour that would be awesome. And a lot of this show is tailored around filmmaking and movies really and, the, and the big media. The in coming up in the industry. Indeed, yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I tell myself the show's about at least. It's so exciting. So she would be interesting in that facet, but I also think Sagana, they're so you know, I'm I know I'm moving away from the traditional you know, just ask people start to finish of their life what it's about. But I do think if I had Sagana job on, I would go back to that style of the show. Mm-hmm. I think it would benefit him specifically as a guest very well. Obviously, I'm a big basketball fan. You we, really are. And like, man, the stories that guy would tell. I mean, played with Dirk Nowitzki, played under a team owned by Michael Jordan. Like, man, Sagana, the Sagana job episode would be... It would be incredible, but it's so hard. If it was like, how could you pass up? Like, there's just no scenario where if it was like they both had one free day to do the show, mm-hmm. one free hour block one to do hour. the show. I don't, I don't think that I could say no to Sigourney. She's alien, say no to alien, fucking alien, fucking alien. Damn, damn. So I think we're probably. 
Probably in agreement. Sigourney. Yeah, Sigourney. Big Sorg. Well, there you have it, folks. By a score of three to two in the first ever round oh. of Sagana versus Sigourney. Sigourney Weaver comes out on top. <laughs> That was very fun. You like that game? I did, I did. I like how I was put into virtual Aww. situations. Yeah, you like and how to make decisions. You like the role playing. I did. Um, yeah, you know, I think I might. Uh, who knows? Maybe that's kind of where. Maybe I start doing more pre-production. Start doing more segments because that was kind of, of fun. Could be fun when they're games. <laughs> I like games. Oh, Mary Hap. Hunter Davidson. I started uh, physical therapy. Was that going? Have you ever done physical therapy for anything? No, I have not. Because you were an athlete. I was. You play. You're a big soccer player. I kick the balls. I run on the field. When did yes. you start? When did you start playing? When I was four years old. Damn. I was a little, little baby. Look, look, and then and then all the way through high school, you yes. played travel and shit too. I did all that shit. A lot of wear and tear, but never a major injury. Never a major injury. The worst was just like rolled ankles or yeah. like hyperextended knees. Nothing serious. Yeah, it's part no of the concussions. game. Wow. What are you kind of sad about? Like you, you'd like to have a little cognitive like one, dissonance a little, going little, on. <laughs> one concussion would be cool. Well, so in my years playing Rocket in middle school f- and freshman football, I think I got two, two, maybe prob- maybe three, but Oof. two, two definitely were. Knocked a few brain cells loose, and I and I don't feel like I don't think I have CTE or anything mm-hmm. crazy like that. But there are moments where like, and I don't know what because there's a probably multiple things I could attribute it to, where all of a sudden I realize I've just been spaced, like brain neutral, full on nothing. Anyways, Nada. what do you do? You attribute that lack of major injury to like? Were you a big cross trainer? Did you lift weights? Did oh, you yeah, play I other sports? Enjoyed lifting weights. Yeah, and like running. And pretty much just playing soccer, and yeah. like track, a lot of running. And I feel like I had like good trainers in like okay. high school because we had like oh, a trainer. Oh, yeah, yeah, the trainer. So I feel like my knees were nice and like stabilized wow. from that. That's huge. Experience. He was an awesome guy, Chez. Shout out Ch- Chez. Chez. Like French for castle? Sure. Shay? <laughs> Chez. I'm sure it's yes. pronounced Chez, but that's a crazy name. Did you ever ask him where that came from? I did not. Damn, we got to get him on the show. But I do. I I did think that this injury was probably caused by a lack of cross, like just mm-hmm. just playing basketball every day and never mm-hmm. lifting weights or like doing any other sort of conditioning. But I had um I'd done like physical therapy before, which mm-hmm. I always just understood as like uh, stretching stretching yeah. plus stretching plus <laughs> right Indeed, and just yeah. like maximum stretching yes. But they got me now, dude. I didn't realize sports science is rapidly accelerating. Sports science. Is it like... They got me... They do electrical muscle stimulation. What? Yeah. So after... So I so the first part of it is still regular stretching. So I get yeah. there. I do heel slides. We're just trying to get uh, fucking range of motion back yes. in the knee right now. I love that. It's all swelled up. So I do that. I do like rocking back and forth. I do a bunch of different stretches. Mm-hmm. And then after I'm done with that, they stick like the like the little like what you see in like, like medical shows. It's like the little it's like, like yeah, the it's like stickers. Thing with the wire on are, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They hook those up all over my leg and then they go tell it tell us when it becomes uncomfortable oh. and they like click it up. I go to like 11 or 12 notches and then for f- there's like a 15 minute like program that runs of like varying intensities of just like firing the muscles. In your it's leg, like electricity or something like that. Yeah, because like the electrical wave. See, I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm nowhere near sort of anyone that knows anything about the hu- human physiology. There's some bones in there. Really, like I know, some I know muscles. some shit yeah. from what I've heard, but like I, I, from what I understand, your whole body is powered by electrical currents. Mm. All the time makes no fucking sense to me. (laughs) Make any fucking sense to me at all. But if you shoot electricity at your muscles, the fucking fire. So it feels to me sort of like you know when you're like you let you fall asleep on your on your 
you know. Pins and needles. Yes, exactly. It feels like you're coming back from pins and needles, Ooh. but like kind of like a lot and like all over and like That's not fun. it's weird. Not it's good. very weird. No. And it's not fun, but also like when my leg has been like numb and in pain solely for the mm-hmm. last few weeks, it was like kind of a welcome change, but still weird. Very yeah. weird. And then after they do that, they do ultrasounding mm-hmm. on like an affected they can do it anywhere, which I was when I read it on my physical therapy prescription, I was like, well, surely that's not the same thing as how they look at babies. It's the exact same thing. They babies put a knees. Dude, I got a freaking baby what? in my knee. I don't know what happened oh, when I when they put me under anesthesia, dude. Those doctors are so trifling. But yeah, they put all the gel. What is that? Do you know what that gel is? Is it just gel? Yeah, they put it gel. all over and then they take this radiation gun. And they just fucking, and it gets really warm, and they just rub it all over. And apparently that's supposed to promote cell growth. Does it like take, is it like taking pictures or just for like, is it just for like rubbing? <laughs> that would <laughs> be so it awesome like, if it was connected to a screen and they were like, oh, look, 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 there's your yeah. knee. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, no, it's just uh, some guy sits there and asks me where i'm from (laughs) (laughs) and i go i'm from michigan and the guy goes oh how about those lions huh (laughs) and i go yeah and he goes if it makes you feel any better i was rooting for him and this happened the i had the exact same conversation both sessions i've gone that's so silly and i was just like yeah but because it's and again i don't want to look this is the last time i'll bring up the lions in this episode but people that haven't been around the lions their whole lives like me and you they don't understand that, like, you don't have to say sorry. You don't have to, like, feel bad for me because, it would, like, I figured that they would do that, you know? Yeah. Anyways. No. Anyways, my that's what my life, so post-surgery, yes. I just wanted to fill in the people, my loving audience. Uh, I've just been laid up, not doing shit. I've just been posted up, uh, icing, stretching, thinking about how I can... Improve the pod. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you got any weekend plans, dude? Oh, I'm on set. <laughs> Working on the weekend. Uh, are you... Are you getting paid? No. That's, that's okay. fine. It's okay. Sometimes it's worth it. And you, and you love being on canteen. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Have you been doing that since high school? Like, when did you start making videos? Whoa. I guess high school. Yeah. Like, in middle school. Like, when I was, like, really little, I made, like, silly videos with, like, my parents. Okay. Like, did, like, Star Wars. Like, home videos. Cute stuff. Star Wars, you're an actress. Yeah. I was into Star Wars. It was so silly. Fuck, yeah. Were you Princess Leia? No. I think I had a lightsaber. That's all I remember. Nice, dude. And I think I made a parody with my parents. With my dad, at least. And it was, like, it was called, because I hated chicken as a kid. Sure. So we made like chicken wars. And it was basically how I went to the dark side because I hated chicken. No. <laughs> and I was like, four. you hated like chicken breasts. You hated being yeah, served exactly. chicken for dinner. Yeah. And chicken wo- <laughs> That's cute. But then that, so like you get to, but you're going, like, yeah. what did you want to do? Like, do you remember the oh, first yes. jobs you wanted to do? I was, I never felt strongly attached to anything. Like, I Kay. was kind of into engineering. So that's what my brother and dad did. So you were like, smart. Oh, Smart money, yeah. okay, cool. I like, like computers, that. and you I was can do like, math. Yeah, I was good at math at the time, but yeah. then I got to like calculus, yeah, and like AP stuff. It started like, getting oh imaginary no, and shit. Bad stuff, yeah, like derivatives. Yeah, like dude. Yeah, matrix what? multiplication. Matrix multiplication. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, that was also oh. the point where I well, because I think I was similar in that like I was always good at math, but like really reached a point where I was like, I this what are we fucking doing here? What? What, not what having any fun Nothing. and so when you reach that point do you turn straight to do you love movies at this point um, are yes. you watching I, them growing all the time up, i like loved movies i'm um, in high school i became more into like the making of movies and i always cool. thought it was so interesting i would watch like all the behind the scenes like videos and thought it was like the coolest thing ever but i was like unclear on like how to like access that industry and sure. like how to get from like a high schooler to like doing that and it seems so far away yeah, when you're in michigan seems, exactly it's like la california hollywood's what? a different world exactly. might as well be it seemed so insane as a concept to me. So then I'm like, oh, I like media. Maybe I could do like journalism or something. Yep. So there's like a number of good like journalism programs in Michigan. Uh-huh. 
and stuff. But I wasn't like super hype about that. Yeah, and you didn't want to like you know cover traffic yeah. reports exactly. or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. I had like a journalism class, and my professor was always like, "Oh, the industry is dying. Yeah, you're never going to get work." And I'm like, and oh, no. unfortunately, he was probably right. He was probably right. Um, so then I went to University of Michigan. And I'm like, okay. so you came to U of M not knowing that you wanted to. Kind of, yes. I wasn't, like, fully committed yet, but I was definitely, like, going to explore it and, like, see what all... And Michigan connections from family? Did anybody else go to Michigan? yes. My dad, my grandpa, my brother did. Love it. So I'm like, oh, I guess I have to go here. Fucking go, Blue. Yeah, Yeah, why wouldn't I? Best university in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was awesome. So Uh, you show up freshman year. Yes. Where are you living? Alice Lloyd. Palace Lloyd. Palace Lloyd. Lloyd. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Cool. And uh, what are you taking film classes out of the gate? Uh, not first semester. It was second semester. Um, and I was in like this living learning community that was like based around like the arts and writing. And we cool. had like a little film club Whoa. with like 20 people. So we would like make little short films nice. and stuff. So I was definitely surrounded by a lot of people that were into film. Okay. And then I kind of heard more about the classes from people that had like taken them already and like heard more about the program. I got really excited. Hi, Justin. hate that guy <laughs> so, <weird. laughs> so okay so, so then sophomore when do you declare when are you like sophomore fuck year. it okay sophomore year uh, and then who are you who are you meeting year. let's get let's start do, let's get to the name drop portion the niche portion who the who are like the first people in your film group that you're like whoa cool i'm fucking with them I'm fucking with them we're making shit together we're doing this yes um <laughs> it's fine we don't have we can, move on. Oh, we're not moving on because there was like 234 and i didn't really know anyone what or class? 236 what 236 150 what did you meet justin i didn't meet justin yes justin, <laughs> justin I really wants <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't very memorable yeah, we, i he guess was, he was in the he club was he was in that film yeah. club whoa film club. Cool. yeah we you lived in, in alice hall. lloyd Oh, I guess I didn't yeah, know we that. Yeah, like four <laughs> doors down from each other. <laughs> well, that's okay. So, Justin, you met Justin. Yeah. Pretty cool guy to meet early it's on. Cool. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. cool. Who else? Um, I remember who was <laughs> in my 290 class. Uh, uh, was that COVID yet? No, it was the semester before COVID. Nice. Clutch. How are uh, we looking framing-wise, Justin? We looking good? Thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> are you doing Madge? Are you doing? Oh yeah, Madge. Yeah. So I started Madge. <laughs> okay. um, I did a couple of short films all of sophomore year. Okay. Um, that was fun. Um, I met Priya. Cool, Degre, Priya. That's kind of who I was trying to lead yes, us towards. Yes. Um, Macy Goler. Macy Goler. Yes. Million cool. Dollar Gala, as we call her. Million I call dollar. them on the show. Exactly. So cool. Um, and second semester. <laughs> We don't. We don't have to go through every one no, of these. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> I'm really. I'm trying to get to us meeting each other. Okay, we'll speed it up. Three hundred <laughs> happened. Um, Three hundred, which was uh, short, short film. films with Mr. Rayer, everyone's favorite professor. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember when you met me for the first time? Yeah, it was at the the screening of Open Stomach Global, I believe. Yes. Yes, except. I think it was actually during the production of the the concrete mug. <gasps> the th- <laughs> mug. I was trying to remember what it was called. The thick mug. The thmug. A sketch, a honestly like a very good sketch for Open Stomach Global. Um, that was filmed in was that your apartment? I think it was uh, Andrew's Andrew's, Andrew's apartment. apartment. He had the roommate. And at this point, uh, going up to the filming of this sketch, um, I had heard Mary Nearhouse, who you you were not an official, you were not enrolled in the class of Open Summit Global. I was just there. But you were, but that wasn't the only one that you helped out on, was it? Didn't you help out on another one, or was it just that one? It was the mug. Anyways, the point is, a lot of like I had been hearing Mary Nearhouse had officially become Mary too, which I was more than happy. Yes. What? Yes, and I, I what? and I was more than happy to call her Mary too. I didn't even met her and yet. I, yes, That's but wild. Th- I think the name came from just because 
Ariel and Andrew had were talking to both Marys and just okay. needed a way to differentiate them that's both. That's so funny. I think that's where it came okay. from. And so without having met Mary 1 yet, I was very happy to call Mary Mary 2. And it was explained to me that Mary 1 was Mary 1 because she was in every way more pleasant to be around. <laughs> <laughs> the, the prime Mary, but um, I was very much looking forward to to you know meeting the person uh, surrounding the hype, and so without I, I wasn't cast in Thmug, and I did not have a crew role. I just wanted to hang out. I think so. I remember oh, yeah. I bought a, a big Jimmy John's sandwich, and I showed up to the set of Thmug. And that's where I met you, and that's also where I met Katie Stone for the <sighs> first time. Katie Stone. <laughs> That's kind of a nice story, right, guys? Um, and then, so then the screening, we would have, but I didn't go out after the screening, so I wouldn't have hung out with you there at all. When do we kind of like really, it must have been blood relatives? A little bit before then, like we had hung out. Yeah, because, like, like, okay, that's right. Because OSG was your senior year. Yes. And then, so by the end of senior year, I had started hanging out with you guys. And that's where we all became a big, happy yeah. family. That was a good summer. That was, man, was we had summer. some fun so that summer. Fun. And it was just, you know, it was just simpler times. It was. <laughs> There's nothing to worry about summer in Ann Arbor. Knees were fine. God, my knees were, I was playing basketball all the basketball. time. My knees were working. We were making movies. Making movies. It was simple and easy and fun and beautiful. But hey, sometimes you got to get fucking, say fuck that. Fuck that easy so shit. It's let's get let's get complicated and hard yes. because that's the only way that we're gonna make good art. Exactly. We have to go through experiences. Yeah. We grow, we overcome. Yeah, we have to feel pain and joy, agony and All thrills. Emotions, every emotion. To be able to properly create. To be able to yes. properly create the best podcast. Yes. <laughs> Everything you've been through. <laughs> it's, it's all been for this. It's all, all a culmination. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, we're coming up on an hour. Whoa. Did you, are, are you, are you having I'm slash having, did you have fun? I'm having a great time. Man, I had a lot of fun. Um, but you know, it is Friday. It is it's Friday, Friday afternoon. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, I'm just feeling like I'm running out of steam. That's you know? That's perfectly okay. Is that okay? That's perfectly okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Are there any movies you're looking forward to this year? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, well, I'm going. I, I'm currently planning on seeing Madam Web next <gasps> week. <laughs> that's so epic. Are you gonna see it? Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. What do you do? You like uh, Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of fun, right? Yeah, enough to see them. I like. It. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and like I'm a big enough nerd that like. I'm a I'm a big enough nerd and a big enough fan of the cast for that movie to get me into the theater, which Morbius was not. No. I didn't care about Leto. Um, I'm looking I forward to that Bob. I'm going to watch that Bob Marley movie, even though I hear it's not very good. One Love. I'm going to watch One Love. Um, what else? I did kind of want to check out Book of Clarence because mm. I love Lakeith Stanfield. Mm -hmm. What else is coming out? What else is coming out? I'm excited for Deadpool and Wolverine. <laughs> Deadpool <laughs> 3. That's awesome. I need to watch the trailer for that. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It feels like we're kind of in a bit of a lull. Yeah. When's like the next... I don't know, Dune 2. Are you you, you a big <gasps> Dune fan? Worm. I'm a huge fan of the worm right. and the sand. I gotta watch Dune. I haven't seen Dune 1. I haven't seen Dune 1. I haven't seen Dune 1. You watch Dune 1. Yeah, I do. Maybe I'll go watch it at your guys' house on, that, on your TV. Yes, you should do that. Yeah. You should do that. All right, dude. Well, I think we, uh, I think we did it. I think we got a podcast we episode, a podcast episode. Podcast episode. Thank you for coming on the show. Of course, and thank you uh, for having me. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be back eventually. Of course. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in to listen. Thank you to ADP and Mitchell Ross for sponsoring this episode. Sponsor. And we're back, dude. I'm gonna, you know, bar like, it's hard. Sometimes I wake up and I don't want to do anything. That's so valid what you're doing. Because my you're knee doing hurts. Things. It's okay. <laughs> and you're being so brave. And I'm doing, and I'm being a very brave big boy. You're a brave big boy. And I'm gonna keep trying to be a ba brave big boy for the podcast yes. audience. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank Woo! you.